Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us in this episode of Taking the Road Less Traveled Through a Disrupted World with David Irvin and myself, Allie Stone. Our intent in this podcast is to have open-hearted, real conversations about our authentic journey through this disrupted time in our world. And we also feel that what we learn from this journey will be able to apply to an emerging new world when we come out the other side. In our commitment to make a difference to difference makers, we want to use this podcast to explore what's happening in this time in our lives, and as well as what's happening in the lives of those of you who are committed to making a difference, making a difference the authentic way. Now, David's mission is to connect leaders to their authentic selves which inspires and enables them to have a meaningful impact on their organizations, communities, and even their families. David says leadership at its core is about influence and it has nothing to do with our titles or the letters behind our names or even the sizes of our offices. Leadership is about the capacity to inspire others to action. It truly is about making a difference. And Allie Stone has joined me on this journey as she has a deep understanding of what it means to lead authentically. She has spent the last 15 years of her career exploring what caring leadership looks like and how organizations can be built from the heart and still be truly successful. For Allie, leadership is life. She believes anything involving human connection is all interconnected in the experience of living. And she is passionate about working with other leaders who are inspired to create something similar. It is her belief that sharing her lessons will help other leaders gain deeper insights and understanding as to the infinite possibility that lies ahead for each of us when we connect with our hearts. Okay, podcast time. This is always an exciting day for us. Um, We are going to talk today about white space. Um, so let, let, let me frame this up a little bit and then uh, we'll get Dave in here and he's got a really great story about this today. But um, <laughs> white space is this idea of time on your calendar or time in your day that you free up that is just for you. <laughs> you know, we live in a world that's so um, it's intense, right? And if, if we're not careful Uh, the needs of the world around us can really encroach in and all of a sudden take up our entire day. And I'm very guilty of living this way (laughs) a lot. Um, And when I do give myself this white space, I find it such a beautiful thing. And it was really amazing this week in our masterclass, one of our participants brought it up and said he was trying to create some white space for himself. And both David and I were like, oh yeah, that's like such a great idea. And he's kind of one of those guys who's coming into the masterclass. You can tell he's he's booked hour to hour, um, a lot like Dave and I are too. And this it's just such a good reminder to carve out the space for ourselves. And so I don't think we spend enough time talking about white space. <laughs> I think it's probably a really important part of what it means to be an authentic leader and how we can best show up in the world. Because I'll tell you, and and Dave, you probably like will agree with this, but when I have no white space, I'm actually not that nice of a person (laughs) either. You know, I'm high stress, I'm high anxiety. 
my thoughts are revolving like crazy. I don't have a lot of time to really be with myself or to, to decide what I actually want to do in a day. I'm just hopping from meeting to meeting to task to task. And it's a whirlwind. I'll tell you, <laughs> I feel like you sit down at the end of the day, you know, and it's like <laughs> on the couch and you're like, what happened today? Where did the day go? And when a whole day leaves you like that, that's pretty crazy. So we're going to hop into this discussion, Dave. It's great here to be here with you, like always. <laughs> Let's get your take on white space. And then I'd really like you to share this story that you have, because I think it's such a beautiful story and such a, a great example of what white space can do in our lives. So thanks, Ellie. It's always fun. It's always great. It's always uh, nourishing for my soul uh, to be able to spend this time with you and to share some of our ideas with our listeners. So we understand on every headstone in a graveyard, there's this date that we're born, there's this date that we die, and there's a space in between, and that's our life. And let's be mindful of how we're using that little space. And the way that I look at white space is it's the space in our life that makes life meaningful. Mm. Now, you know that in our leadership programs, we talk about the difference between the transactional side of our work and the transformational side of our work. And that all leaders in every role have a transactional side, the administrative side, the, the accountability side, the tasks, the measurements, the strategy, the check the boxes. If you examine what you spend most of your time doing in the course of a day, responding to emails, 99% of emails are on the transactional side. I don't know, but the vast majority, and it becomes a task. And what's exhausting at the end of the day is that we just go from one task to another. And if we're not careful, our life can be a series of transactions. Yeah. Who wants on their headstone, written, they got their inbox emptied before they died. This is not what makes life meaningful. Now, there's this other aspect that makes life transformational. And part of it is to create space structurally in our day for transformational work, for connections, for learning, for building relationships, for mentoring. But you can also integrate into the, into the transactions of your day, transformational moments. When you're at the grocery store, instead of just having that be a task, you can stop and create space. This is the whole point of white space. You have to make room to say, I'm going to make that clerk, that cashier, that waitress's day by connecting with them, mm -hmm. by showing them that they're important. That name tag that cashiers and waiters have on their uniform says that they have a name. And if they have a name, they have a story and to connect. And we have to make room to do that. So we were inspired last week in our master class by a very high achieving entrepreneur in our course who was asked by his support community of other entrepreneurs, what are your goals? 
for the next quarter. And one of the goals that he had in the next quarter was to create more white space. And I was so excited about this notion of creating more white space based on what this individual in our course said in the morning that I called one of my coaching clients in the afternoon and I shared with him about this notion of white space. And I offered him a challenge for the next week, see what you can do to create some white space in your life. What would that mean to you? What would it look like to you? And report it back to me and let's both do this together and hold each other accountable for slowing our life down and creating some space for what's really meaningful in our life. Well, he had a coaching call with me at nine o'clock on Monday morning. He's a type A, highly driven, highly successful entrepreneur. And we started the call right promptly at nine o'clock. And he says, I have an apology to make because I'm, I'm, I usually like to sit in my chair at home when I've got the space to do this and I've got the time to really sit down with my notepad and with my workbook and really do this doing just, but I have to apologize you, with you for, to you because I don't have any of my materials with me and I'm sitting in my car. But I, I, I did your assignment and I just, he was so excited to tell me about the story. So I said, well, what's your story? She said, I dropped my daughters, my two daughters who are in elementary school, I dropped them off at school at about eight o'clock which is about an hour before this call. I dropped them off at school. And ordinarily, I'm in a hurry because I want to go, I, I, I've got my morning scheduled. I had my exercise and then I got them off to I got them off to school and then I have it just the exact time they're gonna go, they're gonna get to school, then I'm gonna get in the car and I'm, I'm you know, I don't even get out of the car and I'm gonna get to my uh, I'm going to get to my office and have have my uh, have it everything set up. And he had his whole morning planned out. But while I after I when my daughters got out of the car, I realized something that there was a whole group of kids in the elementary school crowded around a circle. Now, ordinarily, I wouldn't think twice about it. I was just because I I got important stuff to do. But something in me said I need to stop and listen to this. So I got out of the car. And ordinarily, parents really aren't supposed to do this. But he got out of the car and went into the group of kids and realized they were all crowded around a little rabbit, a wild, little wild rabbit that runs around in our neighborhoods that had a broken leg, or it appeared to have a broken leg because it couldn't move and it was suffering. And so uh, while he was watching this, the janitor came out with gloves on and was going to dispose of this rabbit. And he all, all of a sudden thought that he, one of his team members volunteers for an organization in Edmonton called Wild North. Now, Wild North is an organization that takes wild animals. They have veterinarians there and they take wild animals, fix them up and then give them back into the wild. That's their whole purpose. And he said, well, why don't I call my person on my team and I'll give her a, give her a call and she can come and pick the rabbit up and take, cause the, the office, the uh, wild North, it was too early. The office was closed, but he just called his assistant and she was so happy about coming over. She said, Oh, I know exactly what to put the rabbit in. And so the, she came over, picked the rabbit up, got the rabbit, took her about 10, 15 minutes to get there. Cause she lived quite close to the school. 
she got to the, the rabbit, put the rabbit, and all the kids were saying, where are you going to take the rabbit? Well, this guy talked about this is the rabbit ambulance. <laughs> and they take it to the rabbit hospital. And they fix it up and then set the rabbit back out into the wild. And the kids were so inspired. And they said they thought this guy was Superman. And they built, he built this whole community in this elementary school parking lot or on the playground there around this crazy rabbit. <laughs> and he was so happy when he talked to me because he said, that's what life makes life meaningful. If we don't stop and, and look for transformational moments, look for beauty, look for love, and make connections, what's the purpose of life if we don't make room for that? And so it shifted my, and it's, it was like on a Monday morning, and it shifted my whole week to start my week on this premise, what if we could create more white space in our life? Because this is where the transformation happens in leadership, and this is where meaning happens in our lives. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, is really cool too, because I have all these thoughts. First of all, <laughs> um, I will never empty my inbox. <laughs> Do you remember when you first saw how many emails I had? You almost fell off your seat. <laughs> I just don't delete them. I read them, <laughs> but it's it's embarrassing. Anyhow, that's all good. <laughs> so that will not be on my tombstone <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Um, but I think it's really uh, interesting how, you know, your client's uh, actions probably changed the perspective of not only his day, but everybody else around, right? And so now these kids have had this experience, not only his kids, but how many kids, you know, are standing around in this circle and have now had this experience of that, like you can help and that you can help in life and that, that you can be there. And um, I just think that that's like really incredible. So this was like really uh, interesting because yesterday I had a call with a client and I haven't told you this story yet. And it's so funny that I didn't. And now you're sitting here, I'm like, oh my gosh, how come I didn't tell you this story? But essentially I was talking uh, with this, this woman um, who works in hospice care. And so we're having this conversation, you know, it's pretty, pretty general, <laughs> pretty basic about you know, how you and I can go in and support their team and do some work with them. And, and they're amazing people. And I know this. And um, at the end, I say to her, what, like, what's your role? And how long have you been doing this? And so she kind of explains it to me, tells me she's been doing it for 15 years. She's been working in hospice care. And I said, what keeps you like, what keeps you here? What attracts you to this, this industry? Because this is, this could be a really challenging industry. And she's like, yeah, you know, that's, that's generally the perception, but let me tell you, she said, we tend to spend all this time celebrating when somebody is born, when a new birth uh, happens, when somebody new comes into the world. And she's like, and we should celebrate that for sure. But I think as human beings, we're missing a huge piece of learning to celebrate when people leave and celebrate their life and their achievements. And we tend to get caught up in this, 
this sadness and grief. And she's like, I know that that's all there. She's like, but they had a life. And it's the most beautiful thing in the world when I get to experience with a family that wants to celebrate the joy in that person's life with them as they leave the world. <laughs> They're like both crying. <laughs> She's like, what happened on this call? And I was like, I don't know. Like this totally went <laughs> to a super vulnerable place, but it was incredible. She's, she was talking about the white space. And there are times in our lives where the white space becomes so uh, vivid. It's so important. You know, you have to lean into it. And, you know, at the end of the call, I said, wouldn't it be beautiful if we could just do that all the time? And she's like, I know. I know. <laughs> and so we just had this like incredible conversation. And she, you know, I went in to try <laughs> and offer her some encouragement, support, and inspiration. And she sent me off on this path yesterday that completely changed my perspective of how I showed up in the world. And no, I didn't do a lot. I'm, I'm kind of on holidays and I painted my deck <laughs> and stuff. But man, my heart was so open yesterday. And it's crazy because they do happen, right? In those snaps of a finger, the moments and if you're not willing to be open to take some time to move into that white space, especially with another human being, you can miss out on the beauty of life. And I just went to bed last night thinking that was beautiful. Like if I could do that every day, man, I would be so grateful. And it is possible, right? When you just need to learn how to lean into it, but it was it was incredible. And then I think about the rabbit. Oh man, <laughs> my heart just gets so warm. You know, I want to know what happens to this bunny. <laughs> I love the rabbits. I live in the neighborhood with thousands of rabbits and I love them. So yeah, but I'm a, I'm a person of the earth. So <laughs> I love everything. These rabbits are rodents. Yeah. The, the transformational moment. But Allie, what you're talking about here is beauty. And you know, if you've ever been late for a meeting, we've all been late. And I just remember the time that you're driving through traffic and you're late for a meeting. Now, I want you to think back on when you were late, your mindset of driving in traffic, and think of how much beauty you saw on the road to get there. We are not focused on beauty when we're in a hurry and busy. No. And white space means I'm going to slow down. And this is one of the ways when you go for a walk, when you can notice what's on either side of you, instead of just having these tunnel vision with the task in hand. And I'm going to argue that there is beauty all around us if we slow down, and, but you have to slow down to, and all you have to do is just open your eyes to it. And it's always there. And I don't, I miss it. I don't always see it. For sure. So we Me do too. a crowd into a mall go down to a busy street in a busy city and just look just look around you just take 10 minutes and observe and notice love and notice beauty notice connection between a, an adult and a child between an adult and a parent between how people treat each other when they walk across the street 
you're not going to see it in everybody because many people are have our tunnel vision on and I've been there and I can get there easily but I have to remind me and this is all I really want to do and this is what what our goal is in this podcast today is to have people slow down and just observe what's around them and those in itself can be transformational moments think of your life that got transformed and what did that take yesterday two minutes like literally and then I didn't want to let it go either I was like oh, I'm kind of I'm over time I promised you <laughs> I should probably get off the phone and you could tell she didn't really want to either we were in this thing and it was very it was very cool very cool that's but yeah what, two minutes that's where life is if we're just fully present to it and this is what you teach in your programs on meditation and mindfulness mm -hmm. that's all mindfulness mindfulness is really it's just being present and open to receiving these kind of experiences and to offering these kind of experiences because it's all around us and i think this is like i mean i don't want to totally speak for you but i think this is our hope for authenticity and leadership too that we can be open enough to the experiences that come our way because we will navigate them in such a more effective appropriate <laughs> you know, loving, heartwarming way than if we're closed and stressed to what's going on, right? And so all of the things we're talking about in this masterclass with all of our participants each time, it's like, if we can just learn to be a little more open, if we can learn to be a little more present each and every day, the opportunities that are around us to experience life fully are, they're endless, really. And again, it's, it's beautiful, right? And all of a sudden you're having so much fun. I always say my time in the restaurants, it wasn't really like work. I loved it, right? It's because I found a way to be open as much as I could to what was going on. You've understood this in the restaurant hospitality business for 15 years. Your work is not to serve food. No. That's just like, that's just a tool. Yeah. Your work is to create experiences and build community and make connections. The food is just the medium. <laughs> the food. And so we always say it's not, we don't, it's not about serving burgers and beers. We don't work here to serve burgers and beers. Like we get that's what people come in for. But when they leave, they leave with so much more. It's about touching lives. It's about being a part of people's happiest moments and their saddest. It's about connecting with people and reminding people that connection still exists in this world. And it's such an important piece of our community. And we like to be a hub, like a community hub spot where people can come and connect and experience joy and share in their sorrows and just be in it with us the whole way. And, and we love that ride. It's like totally what we do. So yeah, it's really, it's really cool when you can do a reframe and I, and I think you can do this reframe in any industry, <laughs> anything you do. So anybody listening and you're like, oh, I'm an accountant. I can't No, You totally can do this reframe. It's all perspective. And when you change that perspective, it changes who you hire. It changes how you train. It changes how you treat your clients, your customers, your guests. It changes everything. And all of a sudden things flow. And it's just such an incredible an incredible place to be. So 
I think I went off the white space, sorry. <laughs> no, you didn't actually. But I, I just have to tell you one more experience because uh, you just, before we, before we sign off here, because you talk about being an accountant and my accountant for years yeah, hated numbers. Yeah. He hated numbers. We would get together. I mean, he delegated all the numbers, but we would get together for our financials once a year. He'd come out to our house and uh, we'd sit for three hours and just philosophize about life. And he was my business coach and we, he would give me advice around business strategy and our kids and our families and our relationships that we're in. And, and, uh, oh, and then, oh yeah, we should get to the finances. And then in the last 10 minutes, we'd go through my, my financial report. Cause we'd basically none of that. And that was all really needed. That's all. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and how great is that? if you're intentional about this. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. That was great. Create white, white space in your life. Go do it. <laughs> Give yourself that time. You deserve it. It's always great, Allie. Thanks, Dave. Thank you so much for joining us once again for another episode of The Other Everest. It's our mission to continue to bring you engaging, heartwarming, and inspiring content. So if you have any feedback or suggestions, please feel free to visit davidirvin.com at any time, as we would love to hear from you. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please rate it or subscribe or simply share the episodes with people you know who would also enjoy this conversation. Authentic leaders create ripples in time. Those ripples extend to generations yet unborn. And it's not just impact in the here and now, but impact in here and forever. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for being a part of this journey with us. Until we meet again.